This podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Welcome everybody to Off Your Chest, a podcast of confessions by the best upcoming comedian talent in Leeds and the surrounding area. I am what? Every time. I, sorry, I, I was just going every to go time. a little jingle in there. Ooh, confessions. I like it. <laughs> but I did, I was, my cue was all wrong. Please, okay, sorry, you didn't agree. We job. can start again if you want. Go on then. Okay. Welcome everybody to Off Your Chest, a podcast of confessions by the best upcoming comedic town in Leeds and the surrounding area. Ooh, confessions. I am Josh, and we'll go around the room so we can introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Mandy. Hi, I'm Justin. And I Abby. didn't know we were doing it in sexy voice. Yeah, Mandy likes to... Hi. She starts with the radio sexy voice, and then by the end it's... <laughs> she turns into a crow, like a witch's curse. That's nice. That's a lovely way to start when you've only got three guests that have turned up, Joss. What? So start in, 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 you know... Slagging one off and calling him a witch or a crow. No, I said... Hey, no, guys, I, it's no. Christmas. It is Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, in case advertising and the world hasn't told you yet, you're hearing it right here first. It's you Christmas. Mean it's it's Christmas. <laughs> Someone could be listening to this in July and think this is going to be a summery <laughs> episode. No, it's cold. We're all wearing some sort of fleecy item. But we do have mince pies. Have and we do have mince pies. Mince pies, uh, celebrations. Some Justin's, fancy M&S uh, Christmas jumper is on point. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. It, I do love the, how the reindeer does look like it's from like an Atari game <laughs> or something. It's That's what you get with cheap Christmas jumpers. <laughs> Hit, like the I saw a group of lads out in town and like they were just all wearing Christmas jumpers and it was just like you I hit all of you. Did that upset <laughs> you? They looks they just looks like football hooligans who had re- copied like take off the Arsenal shirt, put in a Christmas jumper, and it was just like oh that's a shame. But yeah, I'm all for it. When when I was a kid, my nana would give me a knitted reindeer jumper, and I had to wear it when she came round, and I didn't really enjoy it. And now I wear reindeer jumpers in honor of my nana. Oh, oh. can't can't do nice things for people when they're with <laughs> you and they fucking made it with their bare hands. Yeah, but... when you're eight, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, now I'm a little bit older. I'm I'm happy with. That's very sweet. Well, the things that you were embarrassed about when you were little, like it's just sort of like a badge of pride now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I embrace it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so, what's everyone been up to? Um, we were on at the Fenton. You did a stand-up thing. And we did an improv thing. Yes, we did an improv thing. Thing being the word. Yeah. The important word. And you helped raise money for Simon (laughs) on the streets. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was a homeless charity. Homeless charity in uh, Leeds, Bradford, and Huddersfield, I think it covers as well. I think so. Yeah. That's great. Uh, And there was a, it was like a night of stand up, and then it was uh, improv at the end. And I'd forgotten about the improv at the end, so I was probably about four points in at this point. And I get drunk very fast oh uh, for a gentleman of my size. So it was, uh, Mandy, would you describe it as a train wreck? Um, it was mixed. It was a mixed bag of um, improv talent and um, <laughs> sober to drunk ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, uh, it was all right. I think some, some bits of it went better than others. 
Um, I think the sober people did okay, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning no names, Josh, Adam. Are we um, learning a lesson here, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I, never, I never drink and go on stage, and there is a good reason for that, as evidence. You innocently by forgot that you were going to take part. Yeah. So for, that, I you forgot. know, I know you're, you're I a reliable su- guy. I was surprised that oh, they no. even did it at the end, because there, was there wasn't that many people there think, at the I end. Because most people had, like, buggered off after uh, the main event, which was, of course, yourself. Yeah. Um, How did you feel the stand up went, Monday? It was okay. It was great. Yeah. It was good to be there. It was a good, it's always, you know, uh, discount comedy always do good fun evenings. And everybody who was on, I really enjoyed all the stand-ups. Uh, real variety mm. um, night. You know, there was a guy, d- a comic who did um, impersonations that were yeah, really good. I wasn't expecting that. No, oh, he was yeah. he was great. And there nice. was um, Ted Hankey, Phil Smith from Shoe Cake Comedy, did his character Ted Hankey, which was dead funny. Excellent. Involved selling raw sausages um, from his underpants. Always a winner. Always yeah. a crowd pleaser. Yeah. When in doubt. <laughs> Pull a sausage out. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, food, so, food sausage. So, um, yeah, no, really good. People were really great. Um, enjoyed everybody. And then, yeah, as Josh said, we then did some um, improv, um, which I think they took a judgment call on whether to yeah. to do. And, then and said, the judgment um, call was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> for I'm myself, joking. yes. I'm joking. <laughs> It was oh. Right. It was nice. right. oh, and Eddie, Eddie was compare for the evening, Eddie French. Oh, yes, he was, wasn't and he? he was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his guitar. And... He slagged off. He slagged off the concept of improv so much before introducing us. I think it's a good <laughs> it idea, so though, isn't it? It's like how you survive high school, isn't it? Like, you insult yourself first, and then they laugh at you, so yeah. they don't insult you worse. First rule of comedy, with basically. Put, yeah, like, I survived high school. Oh, look at the size of my teeth. Oh, like, She's all right, I don't punch her. She's all right, she's funny. <laughs> and that that was a good good survival element yeah, yeah. I think it was a good night I think it, it could have been better attended but then it's a busy busy yeah, month, 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 yeah. Yeah. a lot of Christmas parties that's still yeah. skilly it was my work Christmas too that's why I couldn't go otherwise I would have been there how was your work Christmas do it was uh, do great you, do you not want to say anything no uh, it was great there's not, we're very very small teams there's only a few of us oh, right. went to Bundabust in Manchester very delicious Ooh, nice. restaurant by the way it's like Indian tapas yeah yeah my, delicious uh, yeah my, uh, mate, um, my mate Mark he uh, opened up the one in Leeds oh yeah the Leeds yeah. one's great as well mm-hmm. And then uh, we went to a little tiny chocolate shop, ate all of that. Had a, had a, had a, ate the shop. <laughs> ate the shop, the yeah. woman, Left the chocolate. Everything. Shop was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and more into concrete <laughs> and spreadsheets. Um, and then we, went, we played this game that I'm a huge fan of now. Uh, it's kind of like Who Am I? But you, everybody in the group will just write down a bunch of famous people. But the idea is that someone everyone will know. So it can't be too obscure. So you've got to think about your group that you're with, and someone you think you know, any kind of celebrity, put the piece of paper in the box, and then you're in teams of two. And then you go through rounds, and you take out the first name, and to your team member, you have to describe this person without saying who it is, and you get as many words as you want, and you get two passes on that round. Then, when everyone's kind of done that, and they've all gone, you put them all back in. So everyone knows who's in the box, essentially, because we've seen them. Second round, you get one word, and they've got to try and guess who you mean. Oh, and then right. uh, you get one pass. And then the third round, you've got to mine who it is. Um, and it's so good. And it's quite a good improv tool, I would say, yeah. because you have to become on the same connection, the same mind map as to what you're associating it with. Um, mm. But we became obsessed. <laughs> we were unruly. We were just in the bar, like, fully acting out. <laughs> Hilarious things. 
But yeah, it was good. I played that. It's really good. Yeah, isn't it fun? Really I'm addicted. Can we play it later? Yeah. We should play it later. Yeah. 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 Yes. You're looking at me like I'm You're the... the uh, I'm Please, the... Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> Mr. Josh Scrooge. A boiled goose for you, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You can have a boiled goose instead. <laughs> so, Justin, what have you been up to? I've been partying. Christmas partying. Uh, yes. It's been a hard slog these last couple of weeks. A uh, couple of 4am's. Four four um, mm. Yeah, it, it turns out I still party like I used to. Uh, <laughs> might be getting a bit older, but I've still got it. Still oh, got it. Yeah. No one ever doubted it, Justin. No, no, well, I did. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's been good. Um, nice. Had a nice trip to Oxford. Oh. That was very fancy-pancy. Have you danced at any of these evenings? Uh, there has been dancing. Um, have you seen me dancing? No, 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 I mean really dancing. I haven't. I would love to just... I'm a big fan of dancing. And oh, I, moves. I really respect anyone that really likes to dance. Yeah, yeah. So. I went to um, a, uh, a, as in a singular, um, street dance class. So I think I learned all I need to know. You yeah. are done, complete. Yeah. Learned it on the, learned the, rest, on the rest of the streets. It's going to be a step up ten. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so um, it's, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, great. Now I'm looking forward to Christmas where I can relax. A yeah. Bit. Right, okay. Well, um, excellent. So, uh, well, if you know how this works, which you should, uh, we draw a random subject from my eye from the bucket. Ooh. If I'd have thought about it in advance, I'd have some jingle bells ready to go <sighs> for the festive oh. theme, but. Hindsight is a bitch. Yep. <laughs> I can't improv jingle yeah. bells. Um, you can sing jingle bells. We could. Let's not. <laughs> but last time we sung on this show, it um, ended up after the credits. So there we go. And uh, we'll confess our sins on the randomly select selected subject matter. And if you want to add a subject matter to the bucket, you can do so by email on oicpodcast at gmail.com. Right, I think say? Justin should do it. All right, oh. Mandy, Mandy. <laughs> oh, just because Justin's not always here. Yeah. No. Have you drawn something from this? This is my first draw. Ooh. Ooh. You like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> uh, things you broke that wasn't yours. Ooh. Things you broke that weren't yours. There's Christmas potential in this one. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I've done a lot of things like that. Yeah, I think I, straight off, I have to say I am a bit still, but I used to be incredibly accident prone. Mm -hmm. And my nickname as a child, oh. here we go. Was Pansy Potter? Ooh. You see this reference? What? Pansy Potter. Here we go, and then we're all like, "What?" <laughs> this is because I'm with Babbies. Pansy Potter was a character. Um, I can't remember if it's from the Dandy or the Beano comic. Oh. And she was this little girl who was completely accident prone. And I'm just going to have to get some older teammates. Maybe the community centre people. The old people that use this community centre want to sit in on the podcast that I do because yeah. my referencing is wasted. Well, I read the Dandy and the Beano. I just don't remember yeah, the Pansy Potter. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, she was this character who was completely accident prone and that was my nickname. And yeah, I was, I was accident prone. So I have broken <laughs> lots and lots of things in my time. Um, just, just a list, endless list really. Yeah. Um, I can't just list, give you a list, can I? No, <laughs> I can't no. give you a list because... <laughs> list no How fun, are they? <laughs> How many can we guess? Have you broken a spine? Um, 
No, but oh, I've right. fallen down a whole flight of wooden steps on just backwards. And no, all, what? Steps, all steps were wooden back then. <laughs> no, they're recent. They're in my I'm joking, now. I'm joking. Well, if you were reading, not reading, if you put the beano down, you'd see them coming. Mm, yeah, no, I just, I've, yeah, I've gone down flights of steps and sort of had nasty things to my spine, but not actually broken it. But yeah. I've had many, many accidents and broken lots of shit, really. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of self-injury, I've broke, like, in school, like, I got taken to the hospital about six or seven times. Oh. Uh, just because I was, uh, I wasn't, like, accident-prone or klutzy. It's just, like, my, I'm not brittle bone or anything like that, but it's just m- m- my bones broke easily. Like, I broke my collarbone, I broke my, uh, broke both my arms in school, uh, oh. Just in sports, <laughs> one of them. Oh right, okay, one I'll of them. Oh, Josh over it. <laughs> oh yeah, a jo- one. <laughs> this is the right. These are the stupidest things. One of them was when I broke my collarbone. I was cycling home from my mate's house, and I was cycling on the pavement. And I sort of like there was a beep uh, next to a main road, so I looked behind me, and then when I turned back, uh, you know those um, signposts uh, for the on the roads for the cars. Um, just like collarbone right into there, <laughs> and like, like the the bike kept going forward, and I was just like, <laughs> like a cartoon, <laughs> just on the floor. And I remember uh, my sunglasses got broken as well. That sort of like fractured it, and I didn't realize what had happened to it. It was just like, oh, it's a bit dicky. I've got a bit of a dicky collarbone now. <laughs> But then, like, about three days later, uh, we were playing football in school, and uh, I sort of, like, turned to sort of, like, chase after the ball, and, like, me doing it just slips it, and then it was just like, ah, now it's broken. Mm. I broke my collarbone on my bike, too. Oh! Yeah, I was on my bike, and... Collarbone buddies. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but these things are ours, and I remember on the card it said things that weren't yours, and so far, everything that we've broken was ours, well, including oh. our arms and our collarbones. Well, I've broken a few hearts. No. Um, oh. <laughs> Again, it doesn't surprise me, Justin. No, Justin, uh, I, right. I didn't think you'd want to talk about your failed uh, surgery career. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to finish off on our own book bits, though. Um, <laughs> Could have worded that better. <laughs> well, I saw a picture of me when I was a baby, and my face, it looked like a bomb had gone off in my nose. My nose was all over the place. I'm like, what happened? Because I couldn't remember. And apparently I was at the beach in my push chair and some lady was going along swinging a deck chair and smashed me right oh. in the face. Oh. I broke my nose. Oh, a it was baby. a little baby. With oh. a deck chair. Oh. Now my nose is quite versatile. Oh. oh, yeah. oh. Wow. I was, always, I was always sort of going to people's houses and, and breaking things. Just getting on the <laughs> baseball bat. Not even swinging, just going shh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I would She'd break into the house, break the whole content of the house. No, I'd have to... And I, I, too many break instances statue. where I'd have to glue things back together. Or <laughs> secretly. <laughs> secretly. And hope to God they never found out. This was just <laughs> how I lived my life. I'd be going into yeah. people's houses, breaking things, and, and if no glue, just placing them. Putting them hoping, covered, yeah. <laughs> or just brushing them up and putting them in the bin and hoping they never miss that yeah. Ming vase. <laughs> oh, the Fabergé eggs! <laughs> no! It's people's fault, though, isn't it? Like, deciding to have ornaments of any kind. Like, I used to have these um, Jurassic Park slippers that were like, what's the dinosaur that, like, opens it? Cheeks and goes, ah! know, and then they stick the all one. over everybody, and you die from the sick. Like Sailor Saw or something. Yeah. 
They were them. <laughs> they were they were like slippers that had like them on the end. So they came up to they kind of like had a long dinosaur neck with the head. So when you walk, they like bop. <laughs> <laughs> like I own nothing See? normal. Everything was normal. <laughs> you've got like you've got like and, oval on the yeah. end of your feet. <laughs> yeah, and I just walk around like and I take my slippers anywhere when I'm a kid, like when I'm around people's house houses. Um, and you know, if someone puts a drink on the floor, that's it. Not just a drink spilled, but like your crystal tumblers smashed. Yep. That were me. Every restaurant I went to, I knocked a glass over. Um, everything. I remember as a bridesmaid, which was quite a traumatic experience to me because I'd never worn a dress. Um, I, I just worked really hard ever to do that. How old were you? But when apparently, you were when I was really tiny, like a baby, I actually <laughs> like no. When I was a tiny baby, I actually would pull. Even when I was a baby, I'd yeah. pull like the clothes like I don't want to wear this. But anyway, it was about I was a bridesmaid when I was about seven, and oh. uh, I, you know it was a full thing with the hoop underneath. A meringue. <clears throat> yeah, it was like full on. You got like this like <clears throat> somebody's like put a garden in your air, and um, <laughs> you know. Uh, became a bridesmaid, and we were, all the bridesmaids got given this be- absolutely beautiful, intrinsic, gorgeous um, snow globe that was like magical as hell and massive and amazing and probably very expensive. And I loved it, and I was like, this is amazing. And got it back um, at my like um, godparents' house, who was bridesmaid for, and I put it on the coffee table, smashed the coffee table. Oh, oh no. just the coffee, the coffee table, yeah. not the globe. So I smashed the coffee table with the globe. Right, okay. I, I <laughs> then, then, put the snow globe somewhere else and I was playing with it and then I knocked it, snow globe smashed ah. that very day. Oh, so glaring the carpet for many years to come, obviously because it never leaves. And I did feel really bad. I, I didn't yeah. like myself. I was so clumsy. Mm. It was really bad, wasn't I used it? To, I used to feel, yeah, I used to feel terrible. Yeah. And, and mm. just, because it would upset people when you broke their shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and you just were judged and, and, and you didn't want to be clumsy. Yeah. And the more you tried not to be clumsy, yeah. the more tense you were and, and the more clumsy you would become. That's it. I was a kid and I went around my mum's friend's house and this guy had bought this brand new TV, it was like when flat screens were new, Uh, and I was fascinated by this, because our TV back home was was old CRT ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it it used to take a minute to warm up, Uh, (laughs) and uh, this thing amazed me, and uh, so I I wanted to see how it was, how it worked, so I kind of, around the back, I'm fiddling with the wires, and the whole thing just slipped off the edge, and... Smashed, oh. smashed like onto a table. You just reminded me about it, and literally it was in pieces. This thing, and uh, I remember that, that this guy came in and he was kind of. He, he wasn't angry. He was shocked. I think he just looked at yeah. me. He looked at, and then, he, and then uh, my mum came rushing in. My mum was a bit. She's a bit of a fuss pot. She came in. She's like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "Everybody out the house! It might set on fire." <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so, so I'm stood outside, it's dark, it's, it's cold, I'm there, and I'm thinking, I'm going to burn the house down now because there's going to be a fire, and then I'm going to go to prison because I've burnt and killed people. And yeah, it makes me feel quite bad when I break stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but talking about fire, two, two things uh, fire-related happened in our house. I, I think I was about 11 or 12, maybe, and I decided I wanted to try smoking. So oh, I yeah. pinched, as you do, so I pinched one of my mum's fags and matches and 
don't ask me why I did this, but I crawled under the bed, my bed, <laughs> to smoke. <laughs> Let's get in a place made of fabric. <laughs> Nylon. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Asbestos. And as I, so I'm smoking, <laughs> lit the match, and there was a sort of like a pocket of hessian or something hanging down from the bottom of the underside of this oh. sort of box bed. And it started to smoke and sort of kind of get fiery. And rather than get caught smoking, I decided to creep. So it was, it was night time. So as not to wake them up, I decided to creep slowly <laughs> to the bathroom to get little dental tumbler mouth yeah. full of water, which would hold like a thimble full, creep slowly <laughs> back and try to put out the fire. <laughs> so I would basically laugh rather everyone burn to death and find me smoking. That sounds, that's got to be like the most British thing in the world. <laughs> and eventually, thank God, my mother, who was like, unless you'd had five Mogadons, was um, usually awake with one eye. And sort of came out and said, what are you doing? And then saw the smoke billowing from my bedroom. For Christ's sake! And just eventually we got it out. But basically, if she'd not kind of slept with one eye open, I would have been... And burnt. the house just go up. Yeah. Wow. And then another time, my dad, who was also a smoker, um, actually, this this is quite big, he lit his fag and threw... I don't know where we all were, but I think we were in the house somewhere. Threw his match into the, you know, the waste paper basket. Oh. And... Yep. He went off to do some to do something to his lawn. That's what he all. That's, the, the, that's, <laughs> that's what men did. What dads do. Yeah. With matches, <laughs> and then they did something to their lawn. And the <laughs> next thing, there's the flames licking around our best orange velour curtains. <laughs> and he basically, we had to have a fire brigade and everything. And he kind of burnt the living room out to a oh shell. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god, you guys. Smoking no more lighters for you. <laughs> Just no more smoking for me. That was uh, a bit of a wake up call. <laughs> I know. Why smoking's dangerous? <laughs> Not because of the cancer, no, no. Because of the fires I pull. <laughs> Matches don't kill people, people do. Mm. Yeah, people so have bad intentions. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was those adverts on um, when, well, when we were kids, where it was like it was like a, a, se- a searing inferno, all that stuff, and then it'd pull out and it'd be just like a little fag burn on like a, on the arm of a chair, and it's just like smoking kills. Like, don't fall- like how many people was it happening to where you fall asleep with a cigarette and then you get burned Lots. alive by it? Like yeah. it's. Lots, yeah. I mean, I'm saying I'm, I'm surprised, but like we've just heard two stories of. <laughs> Possible. Of the dangers of cigarettes and furniture. Oh, and the other, sorry, the third fire-related incident. <laughs> the list goes on. Uh, I'm now just outing myself as a pyromaniac. Um, was um, we, my husband persuaded me to buy um, a deep fat fryer because he just loves everything fried. You know, yep. he's a bloke, chips. he's from the north. Yeah, chips. And was fed up with oven chips, so he persuaded me yeah. against my better... It's, not the, of, it's just not the same. Not the same. So not he said, we've got to get a deep fryer. Mm-hmm. So we've got a deep fryer. And whatever, whatever. It was cheap, and it was nasty, and it probably... It had. It had the thermostat thing had broken, but we didn't know that. And he'd been <laughs> Until out, it was too late. <laughs> until it was too late. So basically, he'd been to the pub, um, came in, and put his uh, chips in... When, this is like a fucking <clears throat> public information. Was there an advert for this as well? Yeah, there, sure was, there was. That's right. what I'm about. And he yeah. went then to watch the telly at 11 at night or whatever it was, news night or whatever. Match the day. Match the, I think it was actually a match the day. Yeah. yeah you know, probably. let's just stick with the stereotypes. Um, <clears throat> and fell asleep. And the next thing, I woke up, like my mum, you know, mother like daughter, sleep with one eye open. I saw smoke billowing from the kitchen. 
And basically, the kitchen was on fire because the, the thing had no thermostat and had overheated. And he was fast asleep, oh snoring God, his head off. So frightening. <clears throat> yeah, so that's, you know, it's amazing I'm here to tell the tale. Really. Yeah, we had, when I was, uh, back when I was living in a house share, my uh, landlady and her boyfriend, they came home late, drunk one night. And then I woke up the next morning, went downstairs to the kitchen, and then there was just sort of like smoke everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how we found out the smoke alarms weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they put in like some corn fillet or something like that that had like and in the in the uh, in the oven pulled it out on the baking tray and it was just sort of like this shriveled black uh, puck of carbon <laughs> that was remaining my mm. mate did the same thing we he came back home oh. drunk he was in his mum's house he'd moved out and he was just staying there for the night like house sitting yeah he was drunk he put bacon on uh, and, and fell asleep on the sofa and when he woke up like the whole house had been just black smoked everywhere. Um, the, he had to call the fire brigade and everything, and he, um, they had to throw away all of the furniture because it, oh. it would just... It would just what are they shoes? <laughs> they burn <laughs> shoes. What are they, Mandy? Uh, Mandy's, for the sake of... look like ears. <laughs> Mandy's just pulled out a picture of basically, basically what I described, but like more of like a shoe shape. They look like burnt shoes from a fire. On some fire that have clearly been grilled. Yeah. <laughs> is this yours? Yes, that is. Is this that bacon? Your ankle <laughs> <laughs> well, at the risk of saying like Peter Kay, that is garlic, garlic bread. Um, so basically, the, the, the thing is, we should never be allowed to use kitchens, ovens. They should have yeah. they should fire. Put, they should put breathalysers on ovens. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they do with cars in America. Before you're allowed to use it. <laughs> it looks like a basketball that's been popped, thrown into a fire. Centuries have gone by. Someone's peeled it off the road, and that's what you've got there. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're not so a family. Did you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. Yeah. Because it yeah. yeah. it's Christmas. Do we pull out another post-it note from the bucket? Oh, uh, yeah, we... we can do. I've got a good story about how I broke someone's finger. Uh, this oh, one was quite recently. This is violent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't violent because it was a. Uh, you know how I did the wrestling before I did the mm. comedy. <laughs> The wrestling. It was roller derby, wrestling, comedy. Those are my interests, and I've done them in that order. So it was wrestling. And in um, the group, because I started wrestling when I was 26, most people, when they start learning wrestling, they're usually about 12 to 14. So it was me and, like, three other kids, essentially, who were, uh, I say over... I was 10 years older than these people in the You're reigning champ. 26-year-old wrestler just like And <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm a bigger guy and like these guys are like skinny, like some are quite quite gangly, you know, like just, you Kids. know, going it's going through, like two best and boys essentially, like going through there hormones all over not the place. Appropriate about this. <laughs> it's it's wrestling. It's like oh, it's I've got some words to say about my trainer because <laughs> it was just like, we were doing a move called a sunset flip, uh, which is basically sort of like, Abby, if you were like bent over, I would jump over you and then sort of like roll you into a pin. Right. And when I was practicing this, he was just like, right, best way to do it. It's a guy called Marty Jones. He used to be on World of Sport all the time, British champion. He's just like, best way to do it, lad. Right, okay. Basically, stick your ass in their nose and then pull them down. And like that was, he was a very, he was a very old school teacher. <laughs> but uh, you know, it worked. I didn't get any concussions after that. But anyway, 
there's this uh, wrestler called uh, My Squirrel, and he does a thing where he, if you imagine the, uh, the Star Trek, the Vulcan salute, he grabs the hand and he does a very loud finger pop with them, sort of like breaks it apart. So, Abby, can I just take your hand a sec? <laughs> oh, so, gosh. like there. And what he does is he sort of like, because he's shirtless when he does this, he slaps, his, he slaps his arm on his chest and it makes a very loud clapping noise. Ah. But or from a distance, it sounds like he's breaking a finger. Um, so, <laughs> we, I tried this on one of the guys. <laughs> Because it's, it's a really good spot. and um, You broke a child. <clears throat> yeah, there was a very audible pop. And <gasps> it wasn't from, wasn't from my arm on my, on my torso. Um, and he was not a fan of that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't you've won. Bre- you've, you've done the yeah, worst. You've, you've won. You've done the worst. I broke a small boy's At finger. At least I only tried to incinerate my own family. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that was an accident. Oh, it might have been. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. There's a bit too many stories coming out here. Interesting. But that's yeah, that's 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 unpleasant. And how yeah. do you live with yourself, Josh? It's fine. Look, they're gonna get way worse. Especially. Do you want to wrestle in this in this world? Yeah. Never get your finger broken by someone ten years your senior. Yeah, I mean, you know, horrific injuries happen on a day-to-day basis. To snap a young, do you know what I mean? A gangly, prepubescent boy's finger, would it? Yeah, it wouldn't take no. much. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a break, but it was. It, he he wasn't happy, and he was in a lot of pain because of it. But yeah. Um, yeah, shall we pull out another one? Yeah. Uh, a, a, a confession from the bucket, not okay. a finger from a joint. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no more. There we go. Okay, let's have a look. In this Drum bumper, roll. this bumper double episode. <laughs> oh, deluxe version. How to did the how the fuck <laughs> the how the fuck did I get here moment? That's just life, isn't it? How did I get to where I am today? Here, how did I we drove. get here? <laughs> <laughs> I just... Logical answer. <laughs> yeah. I got well, I took got the number 56 bus. <laughs> uh, it's the 50A to oh, get it? here right, from right. town. Is it? Let me tell you. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you. Just in case you get a driving ban or something. I don't know. I think that's one of the questions. I think as you get older, you know, and being the elderly, eldest person here, I do, I do think the older you get, the, that is something you do ask yourself quite a lot. Because yeah. life just seems so random sometimes. Like, as in, like... <clears throat> Is in like you've woken up drunk somewhere and you don't know where you are? Oh, like you've, you, you realise oh, I'm still working sort of, in this place. It's just sort of like a se- like what mental sequence of events led me to this moment right now. Mm. Well, all of us must have had these little breaking points in life where you take one decision or another. Yeah, yeah, and, and then a series of those has led us to this room right now. So I think it's quite yeah. random. I think a lot of it. Yeah, stuff is quite random. Mm. You, know, you make one choice or you turn left or you turn right or you you know you befriend somebody and Abby's just giggling at my attempt to get deep and profound. No I'm not I like I like that we've all gone for this that's let's explain life now. <laughs> Gather around story time children I think I did work for a um a, a steak restaurant <gasps> um, You're a vegetarian. That's... I wasn't a vegetarian then. Oh right, okay. But, uh, and I wasn't. I wasn't a big steak fan either. Um, and it was just not very nice experience for yeah. many reasons. <laughs> I remember, like we had, we were supposed to dress up as 
cowgirls. And I was like, I just really, need kind, a, I really need a job. What kind of? But a I think they're not going to really understand my cowgirl is going to be very different to the cowgirl that they've got in mind. Because when yeah. I arrived and had it in my CV, I got a little glimpse. On Friday, she dresses a cowgirl. Um, but mine was just like, like, I'm like, cool, I've got loads of plaid. There was no stomach show. Nothing wrong with doing that. But um, it was just, I, I don't, I'm not really like. It's not, I haven't really got a gun rack up there, you know, I'm not... It was just, yeah, it was just, it was just... So there was that element, and that was a disappointment in that sense. And then um, I was just like a square, a scarecrow wearing a plaid shirt. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine that, like, they had in mind sort of, like, you know, like... like sexy cowgirl. Sex, sexy cowgirl like, that you who see Who was in cowgirl season or Yeah, who was in cowgirl, and they um, got gobless. They got... Yeah, you know, that, yeah so there was that, and... Um, and then it was freezing. I remember it was Christmas time, uh, and they refused to get the heat fixed. So like people were eating their like lamb shank and like full coat, <laughs> coat scarf and everything else. Um, one point in that job, like this kid, uh, this teenager, he was like seventeen, I suppose. I wasn't that old then either. He he's a um, took his retainer out to eat his steak or whatever, and uh, you know this going don't you, Monday. And then he like safely pop, pop, popped his <coughs> retainer in a napkin to the side. Oh. And then obviously put the napkin on his plate thinking it was a dirty old napkin. So I have to clear the plate, put them in the bin. And then he came back and he's like, oh my God, I left my retainer. And I was like, but as one retainer kid to another, I'll, I'll go and find your retainer. So I, di- I down in this bin, my fucking cowgirl oh. outfit. <laughs> Um, and then I, I picked it up, I found it, there you go, and I gave it his little top teeth retainer there. <clears throat> he was very thankful, and he went away. He went, and then he just breathed slowly, and I was like, what's wrong? And I went, there's another bit in there. It's a two-piece retainer. <laughs> you didn't say that at the beginning, did you? Didn't identify it's a two-piece retainer. I had to go back in the, the, the chewed-up food that is now in the bin, <laughs> get the other part of the retainer. And just and then also bailiffs came. It was just a really not a great time. That was the wake up call. The bailiffs came. No heating. Having a cowgirl outfit. And um, you're you're getting you're fetching a boy's retainer from the bin. Yeah, yeah. Which was fine to do. This this gentleman was nice. Um, but I was just like, oh, this is. I think something it, needs to change. Yeah. Uh, but I've had many of those moments following that. I didn't like <laughs> yeah. gloriously go. You're in the bins all the time. Right, yeah, I just lived <laughs> in the bin, man. I just became so a we, bin lady. Where we found you. In the bin. It's yeah. Not true. It's not true at all. <laughs> Little scrappy abbey. Scrappy. I've actually me. had to um, dig through the school uh, dinner bins. Nice. My daughter left her retainer yeah. um, in a napkin and then to give it to dinner ladies and it got thrown away and then she came home at four o'clock and it's like, Where's your retainer? <laughs> Where's your million pound retainer? I don't Only know. The best anyway, so we had to drive to school and I had to drive to the school because uh-huh. they being children, they couldn't drive. Um, <laughs> and I had to look through the fecking bins to find the Lovely. retainer. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, this one goes out yeah. to all the retainer napkin kids and I'm with you, I'm with you. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible experience. Yeah. But we all, I mean, we all end up doing these weird things and wonder how we go. I mean, like yeah. here now, today. Yeah. It's, it's just sort so of like bizarre, such a weird, it? random... 
alignment of events mm. to end up here. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes no they're wonderful, mm. aren't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely Sometimes not. it's like a, how, how did I get here? And then there's times it's like, how? Yeah. Not just how did I get here, but how do I get out? <laughs> how, how do I get out of here? Oh, I've been in a... I, like, I know I, how I got yeah. here, yeah. but how do I get out of here? That's the question, isn't it? That yeah. is a big one, because once you're in something, mm. it's often so hard to get out of things, isn't it? Yeah. Unless I call it, like, getting cling-filmed. So, like... You get cling filmed by maybe a person who might be very lovely, but if they come up and chat to you, you're not leaving. You're not leaving. You won't get a word edgeways, and that's it. You seal your face sealed. And I call it cling filming because it's like you've been cling filmed. You're stuck, but you can see everything going on around you. You know that there is like exits and other people and the rest of the world and other parts of your life. Yeah. But you can't get to them. You are cling filmed. (laughs) I like that. Thank you. Thank you, Justice. Yeah, it's, I think getting out of something is, is, is the worst. Trying mm. to get out of something you shouldn't or you don't want to be in. Mm. And it's like, you know, I would just rather move to a different country than... Well, you nearly set your house on fire <laughs> rather than saying, <laughs> hey, That's Mom. an extreme way of getting rid of Clingfield. Yeah. 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 And we're all terribly British, aren't we? And we don't want to upset people and hurt <laughs> yeah. people's feelings and... So we end up doing a lot of shit we don't want to do, mm. really. Yeah. Or be part of things we don't really want to... I mean, I'm hoping we all want to be part of this podcast. If anybody doesn't, then just pass the cling film and we'll wrap you up. And... <laughs> I always said, when, um, when Ben asked me to join the improv group, I just sort of like said to him, it's just like... Because we were given the advice that it's very easy to invite someone into an improv group. Mm. It's very difficult to get rid of them. Like, we haven't had that with our improv group because, you know, we're an incredibly selective kind of people. But, um, like, like just, like, privately to Ben, I was just like, Ben, if you ever want to get rid of me for whatever reason, just, just send me a DM or talk to me directly. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. And I'll fuck off, you know. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, sometimes it could be good, can't yeah. yeah. I think as you get older, you, you do actually put yourself, you become much more judicious about what you choose and mm. who you choose. Yeah. Because you realise time is so precious. Yeah. You can't be ending up sort of, you know, in situations where you're sort of gnawing off your own arm yeah. to get out of something. You just need to not be in those situations. And as you get older, you just pick and choose much better, I think. Well, in my old age, I've learned <laughs> that um, uh, back in the... Wa- no. Uh, that it, I used to think I need to do things to make myself happy. And now I've realised that I just need to be surrounded by the right people instead. Yeah. That's a good Christmas mm. tale, that is. Yeah. Good, good thing to reflect on the end of the year mm. and to oh. go forward <laughs> into the new one. With. Well, I th- thanks for the therapy session, though, because I feel yeah. quite a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think, I think this, the box of celebrations has helped, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm absolutely. on a sugar high right now, so that's good yeah. as well. Yeah. Weeping with joy. As well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you texted oh, me the other day, didn't you, and said, "What did I you, would you, would you, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, because I was, because I was texting. I texted you saying like, um, "How many gigs have you done this year?" or something like that. I can't remember. It was like and an then, offhanded comment because I was, I was sort of like writing out like, because I like to keep track of all the gigs that I've done and stuff like that. You know, keep track of like, you know, who was in the audience and stuff like, and who I was performing with. And I was looking at like this page. I was just like, I'm gonna do. 10 fucking comedy shows by the end of the year and if you'd have said that to me at the, even at, even in January I'd be like you're full of shit like that's that's just like something that's mm. been you know because I'm quite an you know an introverted person you know and it's quite difficult 
for me, you know, in, yeah. in my own in my own headspace and stuff like that to do like shit that puts you out there. And like fucking ten comedy shows, like we're doing in six months, motherfucker. It's like a it's like a like poster, film poster. Yeah, One it's, night. Yeah, it's not like you know, it's it's not big for you know anyone, but like for me, that's like that's like fucking an achievement. Yeah, I got, it is an achievement. That's all right. It's I, what it's what's big for you, isn't it? It's yeah. not what's big for anybody else. It's I not had, big for you. I I I did once find myself on. This was um, coming back to the what the fuck moment thing it was it, uh, there was a point in time where I was on stage in front of a thousand people doing a cam can while I was completely sick with the flu and I was ran off stage to grab a ball pit with somebody and throw them into it and it, that was afterwards it was just like that was a very what the fuck moment because <laughs> yeah it was one of the strangest experiences of my life where um I, I think yeah. what you would you touched on it before the explanation yeah. of how I got here. Nine times out of ten is, I feel like I can't say no. Like I feel like I can't <laughs> say no to because I've got the flu. That's a valid reason to not get up there well, the, and throw someone in a ball pit and do the ganga. It was. It was. Um, uh, this this might take five minutes, but here we go. It's story time. Uh, it was basically. Um, I was. Very much into this uh, TV show called uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Now, are yeah. you aware of the brony phenomenon? Not brony, no. F- oh, right, is that like okay. bros who love My Little Pony? Exactly that, yeah. Like and it. Uh, it was basically, I was listening to a podcast and people on there, at the end of the podcast, it was like a bunch of mates talking. Then at the end of it, they would do a review of the latest My Little Pony episode. So I thought, I'll check it out. I like cartoons. Let's fucking do this. So I started watching this show, and it was just like, okay, yeah, I can kind of get this. And there was a documentary about bronies on Netflix. And one of the segments in there is that there is this uh, convention in Manchester, huge convention in Manchester for My Little Pony. And it's just like, this is strange. What an unusual occurrence. So I go online, and it's just like, we're looking for volunteers. This was in 2014, and I think you can see where this is going. Uh, So I applied... Uh, got in <laughs> and I was the deputy floor manager for the first year I was there and then the second year the normal guy dropped out and then yeah at the end of it they have a closing ceremony where they have the can-can I'd got the con flu I was complete I was sick as a pig I was dying on my ass I was in the staff room for half the day just sort of like trying not to pass out and it's just like Josh, we need to get you to the stage because I hosted a pub quiz. I hosted a My Little Pony themed pub quiz, a My Little Pony convention with a stage manager whose name I didn't catch and I do not know to this day, but we had fucking the best back and forth banter pre-comedy. Maybe this was all a mirage from you flu. None of this happened. Maybe this is a mirage. We still got the flu. The whole life. Fuck, I need a spinning top. Oh, no. This is a man who does wrestling and was also into My Little Pony. I love love your eclectic taste. Do you still do My Little Pony? No, I, 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 got, I feel like we're missing out. Yeah. No, yeah, right, okay. Maybe we should get there. I'd sort of like watched two seasons of the show. It's, it's on seven seasons now. I know this because they recently released a My Little Pony movie uh, that's based off of this show. And I thought, you know what? I'll give this a watch. It's a good movie. Watch it with the kids. Do you know they have a good villain song? Do you remember the, no. the villain songs from Disney films? You know, like Be Prepared oh, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Where the bad guy 
sings about doing bad shit. And it's just like, yeah, it's a really good film. Check it out. It's good, it's good. That's yeah. that. And, you know, if you are, you know, at home with the kids at Christmas, get them the My Little Pony movie. Christmas. Is it better than Ghostbusters? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there again. That makes a point, though. You know, I you're think saying I, my little pony did have a stronger villain. <laughs> that's for sure. When, when you were saying, um, "What about how did I get here?" Moments with shows or films you watch, like, do you, like you know, like I guess what you might call a guilty pleasure, like, how have I watched this many episodes? Or why am I like making sure I'm in on time to watch? Because I, I, I really invest, yeah. and I don't have a shame about it. But there have been times I'm like, I think this should end now. And I think I should stop stop what I'm doing. So does anyone have any of them? The Gilmore Girls. Well, that's not guilty. That's encouraged. Look, look right. Except My... the revival's not so great. But everything well, else is really was, good. That's the thing that, I, that like really solidified my love for that show. Because, you know, my... My girlfriend has access to the Netflix account and she fucking loves Gilmore Girls. Watched all Gilmore 24 seasons or something yeah. like that while I was in the corner literally doing anything else. But like over time, Gilmore Girls erodes at you. And once it's in, it's in. Like, you know, and then it's just like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is a good show now. Oh, I'm such a Rory and shit like that. And like, <laughs> you know, and yeah, I was very excited for when they uh, did the recent Netflix thing mm-hmm. on it. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, it's... Gilmore Girls is my guilty pleasure, but I, she I like, so like she watches like Gossip Girl, and I can't get in on that. Like that is. Does anyone watch Gossip Girl? Before? I don't I watch it now. Yeah. Oh, right, okay, fair yeah. enough. I've seen a couple of episodes. Why? I used to love The Simple Life. Did you ever watch that I with Paris Hilton that. and uh, oh, it's Nicole? Um, was it Nicole Richie? Lana Richie's daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Richie. And it was them two <clears throat> as friends, and they they go around in this like. Uh, you know, that the old American kind of caravans that are like, um, but they were them cool kind of silvery station wagon type things. Uh, they go around them and they go and visit different families. And like, I think for a couple of days they lived how they wanted to live. And then the next couple of days they had to oh, live like guess. how the family lives. So if it's a ranch, they'd have to oh, do all the stuff. A bit like a uh, wife swap. It's a little bit like, yeah. I, I, I love wife swap. Don't even get swap, this. Yeah. Wife swap's amazing. Like when it came out in the 90s, it was genuinely like about psychological experimentation. That's what they said and about teaching. that's what they said about Big Brother when it first started. It's I just like it's a social experiment. Oh, but it was quite good when it started. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I love the simple life. And it was clearly like it said at the beginning, like some of these are acted out for dramatic effect. Like it's written. Oh it was like honest. a lot of it's like oh, a lot of it is quite it's one I think it was one of the first reality shows I remember actually saying that like some of this is constructed and some of it is real. Yeah. Um and it was like yeah and I, I just loved it and there was no reason for me to love it. But I did, mm. and then I was like, "How did I get here?" I don't really, I, I don't really have any like telly film guilty pleasures, really, because I, I just now think all pleasure is pleasure. No, like, I don't, I don't feel yeah. guilty yeah. about it. But do you know when you're like, I didn't yeah. know I was gonna yeah, yeah, go yeah, in yeah, for yeah. this. Yeah, but, but I, I did mean, used to watch Wife Swap. I quite liked love that. Love Wife Swap. Until it, then, I, I didn't enjoy those ones where you they used to get like really. I don't know, like they put like a wife or was it just wives or was it husbands and wives? I'm not sure, just wives. Mainly wives. And maybe they did one husband, mm. one wife. But they'd but... put like somebody from a really poor sort mm. of environment into a really rich environment. And I used to find that really uncomfortable and a bit kind of voyeuristic. But other than the whole, I really kind of, yeah, that would be my most guilty pleasure. But most things I just kind of just watch and enjoy. Four in a bed. 
Farting bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's your private life, Justin. Let's. Not... I secretly want to become a B and B owner. So I can You'd be a great B and B owner, Justin. Oh, I, I see that in your future. Cracking breakfast. Yeah, that's really what the can. key is. And you're very friendly and yeah. kind of. You'd have lots of fun <laughs> trinkets around, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. To be like themed rooms. At Christmas, stuff. it would be great. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so far in a bed, Josh is basically B and B owners go yeah. head to head. It's like come down with me, but B and B. Oh right. So okay. like they go to they go and stay each other's B and B, and they like have to rate the breakfast and like the day out they've got planned. Is this a channel four thing? I hope they've got it's the same. I've, have they got the same voice over guy from Come No, it's not the same guy. I love that guy. But the most extraordinary thing about the um, four in the bed thing is how many people before you actually see their B&B, whether it be a small kind of boutique thing or just a very ordinary thing, mm. but they talk about it. So you might not have seen their B&B, but you, they will be talking about theirs because they're visiting somebody else's and they'll be saying, oh, wow, you know, we this is just awful. I mean, we offer way better than this. I mean, ours is completely five-star, don't you think, Derek? And they're like, yeah, I mean, we just, wow, wait till they see ours. And you're, you buy into that mm-hmm. just momentarily and then you see their crap hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I won't put my dog in that. And yet the, the pride with which they speak about their... <laughs> Crap hole, you know, in some sort of, you know, hole in I can imagine company. you on four in a bed, actually, Mandy. I just, I just, four in a bed, four in a bed. Not, not, never four in a bed, Harry. Two in a bed's pushing it, as far as I'm concerned. But, um, no, just, just, like, they just talk about their place as if it's the most extraordinary. <laughs> just, like, proper, proper pimping yeah. out their own gas. They're just delusional. <laughs> right, Isn't yeah. there people who talk about, you know, anything in that way are delusional? Yeah. Most people don't have amazing children or yeah. amazing partners or houses. They you just... heard it here first. Most yeah. people don't have amazing children. Most <laughs> of Most people are delusional. Yeah, it's just the people who people who talk about <laughs> their you know their thing being five star and amazing and. It it's never is. It's usually a pit. Yeah. And you know the they're like time. born for reality TV. Though, yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. And, and thank God yeah. because then we can watch Delusion, and feel better. Delusions of grandeur <laughs> about, about ourselves. Yeah. Really. I saw one the other day, and they were going around doing an inspection, and uh, they you know, watched this. They loved this. Um, this lady loved her place. It was pretty bad, but there you go. She opened it up, <laughs> and they went, "Oh, there's a poo. <laughs> there was a poo floating at the toilet." Oh. And then later on, they'd wrote their little feedback saying, poo in toilet. And then they just went, if there was a poo in there, they did it themselves. <laughs> and, uh, uh, quite delusional. She must have watched, what do they think when they watch it back? I don't know, yeah. but it, it's, and, and they serve like grim food, oh, grim yeah. breakfast and things. And they're like, our, our, our fry breakfast is legendary up and down north. And then they serve like dog poo. And you're like, how do you think that's legendary? <laughs> really, you know. And yet, there they are serving stuff that you wouldn't you wouldn't give to your dog, basically. <laughs> but thank God it's on TV for us to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think never mind how I got here. I think I now know where I'm going. <gasps> da, 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 da. Yes. Yeah, we figured out <gasps> whereabouts. Your whereabouts, Justin? Would you have your B and B? Be nice in the countryside. But I've been thinking about setting up a youth hostel in Leeds for a long time. Oh, oh, yeah, you uh, could oh, yeah, do that. Serious, but... Oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, I am serious. It's, uh, it's something that's lacking in Leeds. And oh. uh, it'd be really one of these kind of cool places, you know, ping pong. And... Like your office? A bit like my office. Yeah, you oh, are yeah. like Bruce Wayne. So I feel like you'd have a lot of cool... Have you been to his office? I haven't, no, but I've heard it's... It's... Pool table. 
ping. Abby, 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 let me ask you a question. How many trumpets does your office have? <laughs> no. It's well, how... Justin's has two. I imagine. Two. Yeah, Case I... one breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's how the Google sort of offices are. It's just okay. like a playroom. And, and, and a trombone. What do you do, Justin? Unknown creative. Com- com- <laughs> it's just like, hey, I don't want to yeah. say it on a podcast, just Computers. in case. No, it's just because it takes five minutes. It's pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> but the I'm going to be honest with you. Right, Justin, full disclosure. I did go on your company's website and I looked at it for probably about 20 minutes and I still don't know what you do. I'll give you a demo in a minute. All right, okay, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, uh, thanks everybody for joining us on this Christmas double. Wow. <gasps> Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> yes, oh, we, do, we do. should do some singing. What are we going to sing out with? We're not going to do. I w- what what can about? We sing out with? Shall we do? Um, oh, I know what. Seconds. I know what we need to do. We need to do um, the 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 Judy Garland, don't we? The Judy Garland. What's and that? May all your Christmases be oh, white. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, and I don't know what this is. Maybe we don't do that. <laughs> yes. Right. Proceed. Thank you. You've got an up-and-coming appearance, haven't you, Abby? Oh my goodness! Thank you for kindly writing it out. No problem. Can you read? 29th that? of December in Otley at the Horse and Farrier. We did this. I had problems <laughs> did this, this exact last time. Same I had thing. problems with this last time. Yeah. Horse and Farrier. Um, in Otley on the 29th of December at uh, 7.45 and um, I'm doing a 10 minute spot with some of my friends, my characters um, and you can be there and also uh, Discount Comedy Checkout are also performing so they're definitely worth staying for so come along if you can and if you can, if you're not busy the night before that on the Thursday uh, Super Trooper Improv which is the improv group that all four of us are in uh, are doing a show at the Editor's Draft. It is the, the in-between Christmas and New Year special. Uh, that is Thursday the 28th at 7 at Editor's Draft in Leeds um, on Wellington Street. It's free in. So, you know, bit poor after Christmas. Come on down, have a laugh. Uh, you can always be part of the show by suggesting a subject matter. Just give us an email at oycpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas and a happy... Do you want to lash on the moon for you, Mary? I'm going to cut this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are going to definitely shoehorn in Christmas. Shoehorn in Christmas somewhere. Oh, yeah. Sweet. It's a Christmas confessional. <clears throat> That's exciting. Get you a shoehorn for Christmas. For all your shoehorn. My husband's getting a shoehorn for Christmas. You know what? We all like shoehorns. But when you long, use a shoehorn, long. you're like, oh, my God. He's got... The ease. Yeah. He, he broke his one reason. The hell? It snapped, so he's getting a new one for Christmas from that. What becomes of a broken Personalised. Some diamonds. Little like, dad is best. Oh, like, yeah. Dad's, dad's put on shoes best. Dad's put on shoes best. And because they're mules. You're right. Wow, not us, not. <laughs> Just like, like you know, like adverts, like Astro, that's like, like mum knows, stuff. but like, yeah. and like all those kind of like, Mom's oh, dad's, Iceland. dad's roast dinner or whatever, oh, like, best. dad's put on shoes, best. <laughs> just a sentence, it's just utter like bollocks. Winter world of shoes. Dad's put on shoes, best.
<laughs> Mum's no breathing more. This <laughs> is like clingy as that. Like, oh god. Oh. Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Oh, we're just rubble. Jesus, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If them. you have to urinate, that's a risk if you just start having any Maltesers celebrations. Yeah, and the very best chocolate thing you can buy in the shops is the little Malteser bunny or Santa. Yeah, the, oh. San- yeah, the Maltese, the reindeer ones. And yet, yeah. Maltesers on their own are not the best thing. Yeah. But put them in a denser chocolate mm-hmm. surrounding. Yeah. It becomes awesome. I think they've played their game <coughs> right though, because like on the day to day, you know, when you're stuffed, you still want some a yeah. Malteser you can manage. You're um, like, oh yeah, 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 I can eat loads of them. That's fine. Unlike the '60s or '70s um, advertising campaign. Oh no, 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 I've got that wrong. Well, unlike the uh, '60s and '70s campaign, or a bit like '60s and '70s campaign, advertising campaign for Milky Way, what was um, which was you know, if you were too full. It was something like... Oh, yeah, it, it was. It, a Milky Way... How do you remember this? Because someone was actually talking to me about this the other day. They, they, yeah. they advertised Milky Way as, mm, I could just fit in a Milky Way. Yeah. But I couldn't uh, fit in a Mars bar. Yeah, Whereas yeah. a Mars bar would help you work, <laughs> Relax rest and, and play. play. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's a heavy. A Mars a day keeps the doctor away. Oh, yeah. That's right. But Milky Way was like, oh, you can just... A Mars a day mm. will get you in the fucking ward. <laughs> Fantastic one. <laughs> I was talking about Mars bars, but we'll tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> Mick Jagger? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. Mick Jagger. Oh, are you on a mouth? Have you not heard about oh, the yeah, yeah. Mars yeah. Mick Jagger situation? It's a sad old situation. Sad, sad situation. What happened to Mick Jagger? And Mars bar. Hmm. There was, it's, it it's, was, it's legendary. It was a... a, a are you not his bum? <laughs> Maybe somebody else's bum. Anyway, can we move uh, it on? It was a Mars bar in an orange. <coughs> I, I won't be able to look at those Mars bars. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, they're all mm. tight. Anyway, let's get off that. Thanks, Mum. No problem. Daughter. And welcome, everybody. Let's start again.